So we're heading off to get something to drink. Yes. And there's a um, blackout. So everything in the apartment block is totally out, including the computer. So we're doing this on the Zoom, which we're... We've been threatening to do for quite some time, a mobile... A mobile, like kicking back out and about. We should do something that requires an echo, because we have a perfect echo here. We should. We, we, we could like do like a doo-wop song. Yeah, okay, yeah, how's it go? Give it a shot. Um, what's a good doo-wop song? I was walking And the land is something The land is something It's the only light you'll see that you see. No, I won't. No, I won't. Be afraid. Be afraid. No, 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 I won't. Won't. Shed a tear. Shed a tear. Just as long. Just as long. As you stand. As you stand. Stand by me. Stand by me. So, darling, darling, stand by me. Oh yeah. Stand by me. Oh come on. Stand. Stand by me. Stand by me. Stand by me. Okay, we're here now. Unapologetically hypeless and heartfelt. This is kicking back with James Shramko and Joel Osborne. But you wouldn't speak to her. <laughs> Mostly because you don't live here. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly, and she's looking at me like I'm some intruder. Like, how'd you get in? Oh, yeah, this is this is a bit awkward. Yeah, it is. Always working, but well, at least they're keeping up the image of uh, you know council workers. There's about ten people just sitting around watching James and I walk along here. I'm keeping my voice down so that we don't get clobbered by any of them. Although half of them look like um, female was, backpackers. It was a little. I've had some run-ins already today. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, first uh, first sighting was me. Yeah, are we, sorry, are we going to go? Let's go to that juice bar. You know the good juice. No. Well, coffee first. Okay, coffee first. The so juice okay. bar doesn't have almond milk. Oh right. right so I prefer yeah. the cow's milk these days. Yeah, but but it's um you're better off with the the almond milk. Yes. Yeah. It's just water with crushed almonds. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. No, I pulled out it with my surfboard from right. the garage. Oh yeah, yeah. Came back an hour later. And then about 20 minutes after that, I drove out in my nice car. Yes. The whole time I was standing there doing nothing. I'm thinking, they must think I'm such a wanker. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing nothing too, but yeah, yeah, in yeah. much more style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> than you're a doing, single you're, you're a, doing nothing in comfort. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to turn off now. Go, we'll go into the shop and then we'll come out. Okay. Um, All right, it, so we've yes. exited the shop. I, I turned it off so as not to embarrass them. It looks weird. I'm just like, I'm literally holding a microphone. The sound quality is going to be abysmal. Well, that's what happens when we take it out to the streets, man. That's, this is, uh, this was to be expected. We're walking towards the beach now. We're crossing the road towards carefully. The yes. Uh, jaywalking carefully. Yep. So just before we turned on the microphone, yes. you were asking me about surfboards. 
Well, yeah, I, I, I can kind of understand your um, semi-obsession or obsession, full-blown obsession with surfing. Uh, well, you're thinking about it all the time because, as we were saying before, I recently got back into playing tennis, which I'm really enjoying. And, uh, you know, I, I go to the store and I look and I go, well, I've already got a racket. I don't need another racket. All right, I've already got a pair of shoes. I don't need them. How many tennis balls can you have? And I, I want to buy more stuff, but there's not really any use in in buying any more stuff from from that perspective on the court but with surfing and some people could say the same with surfing but, but sometimes don't you have to pay to play tennis yeah you do so you could buy a tennis court yeah i could buy a tennis with a court. house attached to it yeah but that's like saying you could buy a beach you know you can or yeah. an island yes and some people do they do it's not like wine or something you buy it and then drink it and it's gone it's still a surfboard there and they last for a long time yeah and in many cases they can actually go up in value they can appreciate they are a good investment yes. i like the trading aspect i think from buying and selling cars i then went to buying and selling domain names mm -hmm. and now i'm buying and selling surfboards yeah it's a it's a, you're a trader essentially i'm a trader and I, i've sold that's with a d yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i have i've actually sold two now you've sold two boards yeah all right who to First, I sold it to um, back to the guy that I bought it from, and then uh, for, for, for a less amount. No, for a, an equivalent. Or was it amount. a trade-in for another one? No, it was. Huh? It's a long story, but oh, he gave okay. me a board in exchange for a ticket to my event. Oh yes. I then then sold him back the board <laughs> for a fair amount. Right. And then he loaned it to Ezra. Oh, and then I remember Ezra, this board. And then Ezra left it in my garage. Yes. So I sold it again <laughs> to a guy from England who's learning to surf. I, I was actually I was sitting in the surf shop and this guy comes in looking for a second-hand board and the surf shop guy says, oh, we don't have any. And I said, I've got Hello. one. Come on, I've got 17 of them. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that at all. I said, I have one. Yes. Well, that's, that's the tactic there. It puts more of a premium and on I that And I did a puppy board. dog sale. Nice. I said, yeah. well, I'll tell you what, why don't you come and grab it Take it out tomorrow for a surf yeah. and see if you like it. Yeah. And if you do, then you can pay me X yeah. amount. Yeah. A few days later, he's like, oh, I'll get paid next week. I said, yeah, that's fine. And then, he, then on payday, he comes in, sure enough, and he, he pays me. He tries to haggle really? at the last minute. Really? Like, really? You've had the thing for a week. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> it's used, man. And he's like, well, it's a lot of money. I can't afford it. I'm like, well, that's, that's fine, but why don't you just bring the board back? Yeah, yeah. And then we agreed on it. I gave him a small concession. I, I wanted him to feel like he won. Right. But really, we both But who won. does he think he's messing with here? I don't know. You, yeah, I just saw in your apartment, you got like 500 books on sales. So, well, you know, that's, what's uh, it? That's probably close to the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I, you know, he doesn't know he's messing with. But the thing is, he's mm. now a proud owner of the board. So yeah. I took that money yeah. and gave it back to the guy who I originally sold it to the first time. So he's ended up got his cash back yeah. this other guy's got the board this is like the board that keeps on giving it is it's, it's, but I did it because you help the next surfer along sure. the guy who's further down the, the learning the learning curve. chain yeah, yeah. And, and it's a good thing to do so and now he surfs every day with me and you see him out there and it supports the community the surf community supports the community did you do you hang out with a lot of the surfers here you know like going back to their place and where they're just all getting stoned and no. kicking back uh. No one's ever invited me. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> no, I'm more likely just buying things from their store. <laughs>
<laughs> Here comes James, he's going to try and sell me another board. Oh. You know, shoes can be collectible. I, I got a pair of tennis shoes from Pat Rafter once. Yes, you, you mentioned that. But, and what, what, what size are you? Well, okay, they were half a size smaller than I needed. Right, but right. But you can be damn sure I squeezed <laughs> my foot in. It's like this, you're you're this, out in the court, like, caught cursing, you're like half a cripple by the end of it. The story's like, too good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my I'll, shoes, yeah, Pat Rafter gave them to yeah. me. Yeah. I once had a shirt that was signed by Ivan Lendl in the 80s. And I would wear that when I'd go tennis to train in tennis. And, the, and I'm thinking, why am I doing this? I'm like sweating in this thing. It's going to be, you know, as I'm going to have to wash it. Then it's going to wash out Ivan's uh, signature. Now, the th I don't even know where it is. It's gone missing. It's that's, the, that's the third T-shirt story I've heard today. Really? Yeah, I was surfing earlier with Walter. Yeah, good he, old Walter. He's got a mate who does graphic design for a guy, a member of the band of Metallica. This is all hearsay, third party. Which member? Did he give like any the, specifics? Uh, okay. Um, the bass player? The bass the player. Oh, yeah. And when he comes to Sydney, this bass player stays with him. Oh, right. Okay. And he says he doesn't ever pay me. He just gives me a T-shirt. Right. And he, this one. And he was wearing a Metallica T-shirt. Yeah. Which the bass the, player had given him. Oh, right. Yeah. In lieu of graphic design work. Right. Allegedly. Right, T-shirt. God, that's a good deal. Do you think so? For, think, for the bass player, well, it's a great well, deal. I like, think come given, on. given who gave it to him. Yes. Yeah, but a T-shirt. Come on. <laughs> you know, it's just like you wearing a T-shirt. No, yeah, here, you have a kicking back yeah, T-shirt. Whatever, yeah. i got 20 more of them. No, but it's not like that at all. <laughs> it's like this is the last one. I don't, know, don't even know if I should be oh, doing God, this. I don't have 17 T-shirts. i got one. i got one. Here, why don't you go wear it for a while? That, Come back. Tell me what yeah, you think of it. That and, and aside from the fact that you can order one on Greg Merrily's site. Oh, you can, can you? <laughs> yeah, they're very rare. <laughs> they're very rare. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. If I, if I had a T-shirt with my name on it that I wore around and just gave it to someone in Lua for staying at their house, I would think I've got a pretty good deal out of that. I got given a T-shirt today. By who? By the... By, of, of who? A surfboard, surfboard shop proprietor. Was this when you bought your new board? Yeah, when you picking, picked it up? Picking up my board. Along with your book. There's a big delay between buying and picking up in, in the case of custom boards. Yes. And yes. It's, it's even got your name written in the board. It's like yeah. for James. Yeah. And it's your specs. And they gave me a t-shirt and a signed coffee table book from the author. Nice. You know, who's the, the shaper and a famous legend. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, um, well, for the amount that you paid for the board, you, you would want that though, right? These aren't even expensive, these ones. Oh, really? Yeah. These huh. are relatively low, lower price because they're more mainstream. Right, right. It's kind of like the racket that I bought the other day. It, no, it's actually nothing like the racket. I got nothing with it. I, surely, I think I got 20% off. Surely people collect rackets like, you know, an oh, Arthur Ashe, Wimbledon, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Uh, Rod Laver, uh, wooden racket. About? Yeah, but come on, you, but you're not going to, I'm not going to use that. Like when, so when what, you play with a racket. It's on the wall, it's art. Yeah. It's collectible. Yeah, yeah. But have you ever seen Suits? Suits. The TV series? No, suit? no. So I saw there was a heap of them he, on the on the plane. There was a whole list of he episodes. Collects, like, uh, he collects baseballs and stuff from famous players. And right. Sign them, right. But, you know, memorabilia, things that are significant. I have I have a few surfboards that are collectible. So like one of a limited number that were ever made. Yep. Hand-shaped by the actual surfer who most of the time is a world champion. And they've been immortalized in film. Right. Like films. I think three or four of my boards have been in films. They're handmade by the original world champion and signed. Yeah. And it, and Endless Summer? Evolution. Yeah. Yep. And Free Ride. Right. Hmm. Um, Big Wednesday. 
Did you watch that yet? Big Wednesday, the one with um, Gary that, Busey. Right. I know this is. I, I know more about it. I've seen the lightning bolt board that's in it. I know who yes, rode yes. in the last scene as a stunt rider. I, I know the yeah. rough storyline and who the characters are based However, on. However, taking two it. hours out of your life <laughs> is just too much. Is it good? No, it's all right. It was you know, a cult classic. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's you know, it, it captures that time in California, you know, in the '60s when. Having read about it, it doesn't make me want to watch the film. Yeah, yeah. So there's a little bit of overacting. So is it, in it. Is it a Joel endorsed movie? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, whether it was seeing we're on the topic, I'll uh, I'll bring it up. Like but, it. <laughs> uh, but what about um? What's the worst movie you've seen in the last recent period? Um, oh, in the recent period. I don't know, I've been very selective. I haven't watched many movies of late, but I've been very selective with the ones that I've watched. One of the worst movies I saw, I was reminded of in your um, apartment block today when I looked at the lift, uh, when it was the door was like half open and the lights were dim inside the it lift. It was nice it, of you to hide in there, by the way. Yeah, I, yeah, did you like that? Yeah, it was very spooky. <laughs> Just standing in there. The, uh, it reminded me of the Tower of Terror right in, at... Um, oh, at... Um, it's one of those uh, yeah, Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the other park, the one they rip you off and like make you go to the extra park. The one next door, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one, yeah. Uh, and and there was a movie called The Lift. I remember seeing when I was a kid, and it was essentially a battle, a killer lift that kills people. <laughs> and like, it like seems people, like a weak storyline. <laughs> really, like it stops was this like in the halfway. Era of Cujo about a killer yeah, exactly. dog. Exactly. Well, at least Cujo, Cujo, Cujo was good. You know, Cujo was a um, you know Stephen King. And I remember the, being really frightened of the movie yeah, oh, when that, I was a that kid. The one with the car, um, Christine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The killer car. Well, where else are you going to go? There's like well, why not have one about killer, a killer, lift? killer toothbrush, the killer lift, disposable uh, coffee cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killer kite. <laughs> you know, uh, kite surfing's quite dangerous. Just, it is. Just sort of throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. You could easily lose that was your a life. Back uh, to a joke that never existed and should never right okay that's a that's a long callback um for listeners to i also wanted to jump topics right now unless okay. you had anything interesting um, about the lift um no it's just a horrible film but yes yeah, so let's go on to the well, next topic okay, no, i've still well, got more about was, tennis to I'll talk about you, i'll tell but you we can, bad, we can call back on that as if it was if it was planned okay all right but the bad movie i watched was called irreversible and i wish i could reverse watching that oh with monica Bellucci. Some old thing, and it's very graphic and violent. Yeah, and it goes that's backwards. I, now this is like Big Wednesday for me. I've heard so much about this film, but I've never seen it. And there's um, is there the scene at the beginning with the um, when he has uh, I've been told this the um, uh, the fire extinguisher, and he smashes someone's face in with it. Yes, is that the one? Right. When they were making that film, they had, had to um, yeah, they had to had to do quite a few takes of that because right. the dummy the they were using wasn't effective enough. Uh, the worm. Isn't oh. there somewhere in it called the worm? Oh, the tapeworm. Oh, is that what it is? The tapeworm. Oh. It's the dude. The tapeworm, yeah, yeah. I won't spoil it for you. And there's a very graphic scene um, very with, graphic. with Monica, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of disturbing. Very disturbing film. Right, yes. It's a, like a super triple... Um, triple R. Most graphic film. It's kind of like a modern version of Asian... Uh, well, Clockwork Orange. Right, right. I don't know why I say Agent Orange. <laughs> it's like a very negative connotation. <laughs> that was the private eye version of that film. The, um, the, uh, there are certain films that I have not seen that are like, like that one. I've heard so much about that film but never seen it. Another one which I haven't seen but heard a lot about was Wolf Creek. And I had a nightmare about it but I never saw it. Wow. But I, uh, 
yeah, I'm not too. I, I don't. I don't know. I do a lot of traveling around this country. Here. Not that. Not that I. My main mode of transportation is hitchhiking, but I, I just don't want to. Uh, yeah, I don't want that to infiltrate my thoughts when I'm out in a you know rural town and. Well, I was just, you know, I had to climb 13 flights of stairs in pitch black after my surf. <laughs> I didn't even know what level I'm on. That, that right there is a synopsis for some horror film. There was no, there was no lights, and I was, it was a mental <laughs> fear game. It's like, is there someone that's waiting here with an eye ready to just take me down? Yeah, totally. I, I thought it was the, unlikely. The, the blackout killer. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I like the fact that you had to open on certain levels to check what I number, did, yeah, but, I, but there was no light, so you had to braille I did, I did, read I the to, wall. I had to read the wall. Oh, and, and like with your fingers around, all right, no, that's the number four. I'll tell you what, though, on one of the levels, there's a surfboard hanging on the wall oh, in really? the foyer. Really? Yeah. Did you want to finish off your tennis thing? I oh, no, just said I've got back into it, and I'm really enjoying it. I was over in um, South Korea, in Busan, and my good friend Adrian, from many years ago, he lives up in Seoul, and when I told him the day before I'm coming over, and he said, right, I'm getting the bullet train down, I'll see you down there tomorrow night, or tomorrow afternoon. And so, I arrived at the airport, my agent hadn't um, got from the person who books the, um, the gigs over there um, any details, so I didn't know who was picking me up, where I was staying. All I knew was I was getting off a plane and to look with someone with my name on it. So I'm looking around. There's no one with my name. Then I eventually figure out that the guy with the sign that says Joel Richard must be for me. <laughs> and so I go up to him and, and he couldn't speak English and obviously I couldn't Where's speak Korean. That's my middle name. Is it? Yeah. Ah, Joel Richard Osborne. I, I, I often think I should become an author and just call myself J.R. Osborne. It sounds... It would never fly. You don't think? No. No? <laughs> or if it was around the other way, it'd be Osborne Jr. But, yeah. but it doesn't. Um, it didn't. It's it, it cool. Like, it's like you're like me. Your middle name's better than your real last name. Right. You just drop the last bit. Just Joel Richard. Yeah. Yeah. What's your What's your middle name? Hammond. James James Hammond. Yeah. You You would. Uh, from that, I think that you would have to be like a record producer in the 1960s for like Decca Records or something. I think there was a guy called James Someone Hammond. Well, I think they're known for their organs. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> their organ organ donor plants. Who is that? That guy on the dry on the driving show. Um, oh, John Hammond. Is it no? Is it John Hammond? No, I don't know. But um, it's Steve guy. Steve Coogan had a whole thing about um that that he uh he wrote an article in the Guardian about that show. It was um, very interesting. Top Gear. Yeah, about Top Gear and just about how racist the the show is. Really? And he and he just went through depicting um I think they dissecting did a, a lot of the thing having a having the Stig an unnamed yeah superstar. Everyone was wondering who it is. Well, uh, there was a rumor that it was Schumacher for a while. Yes, it was. Yeah. It's definitely not him now, unfortunately. <laughs> well, you know, I hope he gets better. <laughs> you know, you, ne you never know what what could happen. That's for sure. Let's change. <laughs> you like how I just get silent? Uh, I didn't want to hear what you were going to say to to, to I recover. Say. It. It's just, yeah. just stating a fact. Yeah, so, uh, the um, by the way, sad news this week. Robin Williams. I was really sad when I heard that. Cause I was wondering if you were going to do a comedic redirect there and tell me something completely different. No, I just wanted to hold the moment. Yeah, but well, he, um, he was no, he was very very good. He was great, genius. He, and it's only it was only on Sunday that I was um, training with my mate Dragon, the Wing Chun master, and um, we were talking about Robin Williams, just saying how great he was in um, Goodwill Hunting, Dead Poets Society, Awakenings. You know, he he was great with the serious roles. He was, you know, he. 
he'd obviously been through a lot in his life in order to be able to connect with that in, in, in those roles. And he always struck me as being extremely off the edge and and um, manic. Yeah, like unsustainable the, levels of hyper. Sure, but the yeah on stage. But the few times I met him, he was always very quiet, very thoughtful, very um, you know engaged when, when you were talking to him. He was yeah very pleasant you know person to. Yeah, I remember to, him to way back to. from like Mork and Mindy. Yeah, like, Nano Nano. Yeah, yeah. Fly, be free. Yeah. Head. Well, remember Jonathan was talking about when we spoke to him about uh, the day that um, Robin came in with the contract into the uh, comedy club that they were working, the Holy City Zoo, I think it was, in San Francisco. And the day that he had signed the contract for, for Mork and Mindy and he came in and that was it. Well, that's like our, that was our episode with the amazing Jonathan. Yes. You could go back and listen to that one. Yeah, good old Johnny. So, um, well, I had such a good thought before we should talk about something. And oh, lost right. it. Before, before we went off on the, the Schumacher... Um, yeah, that was, that was unfortunate. Where were we? Top Gear, <laughs> Top Rewind, Gear, Rewind. Uh, yes, before Hammond, that. Middle Hammond, names. middle names. Richard, um, you're Jaya. at the airport. I was at the Not airport. There, hey! It's like I'm doing your <laughs> gag. Yeah, 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 the recap. Yeah. Yeah. As welcome. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks Let for joining us. And then, fill you in on what's happened. Yeah. And then it times out, if you get it really well-timed, someone else then walks in late and you're like, oh, someone oh. else just walked in. Oh, look, talk to that guy. He'll fill you in. <laughs> That's a nice. Is that a tag on? Uh, well, if I can link it up and it works, if some, and, and sometimes that does work, and that's yeah, that is an extra. You know, it just kicks it into another gear. So I was speaking to someone today on a podcast, and he I mentioned that I'm on this podcast, kicking back. So we probably have a whole bunch of new listeners. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, it must be great. Those comedians are all geniuses. They think so quickly. They must. Their brains must move so fast." And I said. Not really. Uh, I think a lot oh, of them, Thanks for the endorsement. No, no, yeah. no. I think a lot of it is actually pre-done, and they pull out stuff at the right moment. It's like a, a body of work, and they they test things out in little rural trips, and then roll yeah. up to the big town with the, the the stuff that they've had a crack at already. Sure, sure. So what's what is the deal? Well, you know, you I think in order to be quick and um, off the cuff. You have to have that foundation of material. That for me, that that that's the way that it works. So is it like so, having a library of stuff, and then you a very good librarian? Yeah, but or, no, the, some of the things that you do just comes off the top of your head. Some of it is, is it callbacks to that moment. No, no, well, it's just doing it for a while. You pick up is on it, like Schwarzenegger in the gym. <laughs> like you know, you've done a few thousand arm curls. Yes, you could pick up. Come on! You could pick up a stapler and, and curl it like a boss. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know why you'd do that. No. You'd be showing off in the stationery room. You would. Look yeah. at me curl this stapler. <laughs> I like now how Arnie's turned into the cookie monster. Oh, come on. <laughs> Look at me curl the stapler. <laughs> I was quite clear to my friend that you're the comedian. Yes. I'm the, yes. the unfunny. Yeah. Well, you have your, you have your moments. You have your my moments. My role is to just ask questions, uh, ask and, questions and, and, and be curious. You know what, you know what I think is um, interesting that... Uh, just this year, which I was thinking about the other day, like I was thinking about the podcast and how we haven't done one in so long. And I thought, you know, it's um, how you and I have kind of had an influence on each other in a way. You know, like you, you've kind of... Well, how, how many surfboards do you have? Well, um, none. That's none. Sorry, I just, had to, I just had to calculate then. No, but in terms of, you know, like... Like last last year when we were just oh here we go skateboard here we go here we go look at this grommet there you go here we go gave us um, a pretty snide look didn't he? Yeah, oh he did there's his he did. buddy yeah he's got combat gear yeah, come on how cool is he he's covered in he's um, shin, shin pads, pads elbow pads helmets okay look at that oh, here we go how are you 
Yeah, ignored. He just ignored me. He brushed me. I said, "How he just are you?" Blew you he just off like you were just some old oh, geezer on a horrible, bike bench. Horrible. Horrible. Um, okay. Yeah. No. But in terms of like, you know, I've, I I became more proactive online with the um, you know the postcards and doing the podcasts and all of that you kind were of prolific. stuff. Prolific. Yeah. Yeah. I, beyond proactive. I was. I was. I, and then I just burnt myself out. But um, and, and and then and then you know, I remember once we were talking about. You said, "Well, what are you doing during the day? What do you?" Get? And I said, "Oh, I just do this and that, and you know." I kind of just hang out and take it all in. And I've just noticed compared to like last year, for this year for you, you've been kicking back more and sort of, and taking in, you know, what what you you got. It's been a really interesting question to answer when people who I haven't spoken to for a while say, so what have you been up to? Yeah. It it could sound almost boring. Well, I surf, do a couple of podcasts, drink some coffee, watch some, some movies. Yeah. Read. Yeah. Yeah, but you see, you've already set up what you need to set up, you know. It is. It, that allows you to do that. But, you know, it, it's, good that you're, it's good that you're having a lifestyle, you know, you're working towards a lifestyle as opposed to just working, 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 then figuring it out when you're in your 70s. Damn, why didn't yeah, I, do, why yeah, didn't I figure ex- this out earlier? Like compared to driving a desk for someone else's business every day, I, I'm, I, my answer is in one word, living. Mm. I'm living as yeah. in live. Ing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm full of life. So. But it's different to the, uh, you know, the way that you've been in the past where oh, you've just been. I was just working too much. Yeah. And it was a money focus and, and really out of necessity, self imposed because I was doing what everyone else does. You go and yeah, get a yeah. mortgage, you, sure, you got to sure. have, you know, it's all materialistic stuff. Yeah. Yeah, as we were talking about before, the well, Eugene see, O'Neill quote. You didn't have to say that. I just opened you wide up for that. Yes. <laughs> just in like, just waltz in there with... I know. The, yeah, yeah. I, I, but, but we don't want to deceive our our, uh, <laughs> our listeners and make it seem like it's, uh, you know, all contrived. Sometimes we forget to record and our best material is like we just did. before this podcast. We did. We, we were having a really good conversation. So don't off, judge uh, us so. on this, please. No, 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 no. Imagine this, the, oh, the, but more original. Oh, just, uh, the one that we did before was like the lost episode, the Steve Byrne episode. You know, <laughs> oh, we, yeah. the way that we were talking before, we were riffing. Well, at least and we we're... didn't actually record it and lose it. We just didn't record it. No, we just it. didn't record it. But the, because we'd just walked up the stairs, we were, yes, we were in yes. a haze of, of, uh, of, we were just tired. We, we were, we were, and, which some, is which sometimes is good. Some uh, funny stuff. You, you can do, it allows you to flow a bit when you're a bit tired and you're, you know, you're not, you know. I was not, thinking about you know the Seinfeld thing, cars and comedians. Or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Thinking when people go on that show, they must have like big expectations and they and it must be hard to just on cue be in the zone whereas going through life you must find little moments where you just feel incredibly into it and tuned in sure yeah you got the flow do you have a way to capture the flow Uh, it's uh, no but i've I've been more disciplined of late by sitting down every morning. You could carry your little desk and chair in a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if the moment oh, hits you. I know like you're a big fan up. of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could. I, I could carry it in my back pocket. I just yeah. how portable it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Very portable. Very it's, portable. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I could take that thing anywhere. I saw a bicycle today that was this tiny little chopper and this big guy rides it. Yeah, and you thought of me sitting at my desk riding? on eBay. I thought oh. it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And it reminded me of one I had. I obviously kid. didn't remind you of my my desk then. 
that was the coolest thing. Well, that's maybe seen. the second coolest thing. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have a, a desk like that. No, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you got one that's got mechanics in it. The thing goes up and down. It's all machine. It's it's incredible. It uh, is amazing. Yeah, and and tries to decapitate friends of yours who also purchase the same desks. Oh yeah, Walter. Remember that, Walter? Sustained an injury. He did, big injury. Yeah. We thought it was from surfing. We're like, no, cool injury. He's like, no. his desk. Yeah. <laughs> and then he blamed his kid. He said, oh, it was my kid. My kid I bent down. Jumped, and... <laughs> jumped out of my hands or something. Yeah. Like, to catch him. Yeah. Um, what an inconvenience. Unbelievable. Now, um, yeah, so Eugene O'Neill said that um, in the you pursuit... See, have yeah. you seen Breaking Bad? No, I've seen the first... Um, hey, how are you? Is it, you know, I, the, I've seen... A kid on the bike. Yeah, there's a kid in, on a bike in Breaking Bad. That looks like that kid. Yeah, but he circles around the dealers and then he shoots him. Oh, but yeah. hang on, what if what if someone hasn't seen Breaking Bad? Uh, well, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, I haven't seen this part of Breaking. I only well, saw then the first. Just forget. Season. Okay, I'll block that Three, out. Three, two, one, and Three. sleep. And sleep. <laughs> Done. I'm out of it. Yeah. Uh, that kid has just been uh, transfixed by the the Zoom microphone that you're holding. Thinking what's it's, that? he goes, "What the?" He might think it's a technologically shaped ice cream. Yeah, or something. I know. <laughs> what licorice the? ice cream? I don't know if you heard that, listener. He said, "What the?" What He's the? now yeah. famous, but he doesn't know it. Yeah. And by famous, I mean now Greg knows Greg about knows it. Greg knows about it, and some other <laughs> and guy. Other <laughs> yeah, yeah. We really got The both of you. We only have two listeners. We yeah. ought, ought to commit their names to memory. <laughs> we should. We should. We should get them on the and, show. And we should Arnie. just have an opening conversation. Yeah, we should get Arnie. Yeah. We get, get Greg on. Yeah. And, well, why don't and, we have and, a little session? The other guy. Comment feedback. Oh, no, feedback opens you up to insult, and, and you get. Uh, well, what we, we don't care. What do we care on kicking back? We, people are open to. In, they can insult us all they like. We're like we're, like, we're oh, going to yeah, care because it's pre-recorded. We can. Re- yeah, we, we, we're taught. We got witty. We got witty comebacks a yeah. month later. Don't think about yeah. it. Yeah. Now I, I now I arrive in Busan. This yes. guy is holding a sign saying Joel Richard. Richards. I, I get Richard? it. Joel Richard. No S. Not like Keith. Just Joel Richard. And I and I suppose that he's the guy taking me to my hotel. But then he walks me to another guy who then goes, yes, 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 come, come, come. And I said, oh, do you know what hotel I'm staying at? And he just smiles and he obviously didn't know what I was saying. And he takes my bag and then puts it in this van. So I get in the van and this guy just bangs it, man. He's just like screaming down. I know, I don't know what the speed limits are in, in Busan in South Korea, but I'm pretty sure he's exceeding it. And he's just going like a bat out of hell. And then he's one of those guys like when you see up ahead that there's traffic stopped, but he'll keep on going at that pace until, you know, right like a few meters out. And then and then he gets to the uh sorry, we're we're, we're having an impromptu photo now. Hang on. <laughs> I'll just push it a yes. number of times. So. Um so so uh he's we racing. We're getting enough looks with just the mic. We needed no. to really mark it up a bit. We did, we did. Uh, so it's my disguise. Yeah, so look at that. You got the hood on down here. This now. is my hood, which is good. It is. You're in the hood. You're in your hood. The um, the uh, we so anyway, we're we're going through this um town of Busan. We get to a hotel. I assume it's my hotel. He lets me out. I go. This is my hotel, and he just nods, 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 and then I'm left on the side of the road, in front of a hotel. I don't know. Did you get your bag? Yeah, I got my bag. Okay. Got my bag. Went did, in, did and you then check the, luggage or carry. Yeah, I check. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know, come on, I can't, no. I can't carry everything on, and I'm away for over a week, so you know, I wanna, uh, I wanna, I wanna have, uh, you know, my creature comforts. So, 
get to the hotel, check in. My mate comes down, and uh, but they don't have my room ready, so I've just been traveling for the last however many hours. And so I've got to go and walk the streets in this like half awake stupor, walking around the streets of Busan. But I, I find that that's a kind of uh, a good way to uh, discover a town when you're jet lagged like that, because you're more susceptible and open to you know just going with the flow with whatever's happening. Yeah, I, when, when I you're do kind that. Of half awake like that. You've just got to be careful though. After walking down long, back alleys and after a long flight, your awareness is not that great. No, no yeah. I've, I went when I went to California last time. I was walking around Venice Beach with my bag and and uh, Santa Monica. Yeah, it's a long way from Santa Monica to Venice Beach. Oh, yeah, I'm I know, I know. It's like it's, uh, it's like two two miles with all my luggage. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I had the same experience walking around Compton. You know, I'm just like half day. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm sure this is was Ooh, the right address. Was it red or was it blue? Yeah, Damn, yeah, I, I know. Oh. Shit, which bandana should I be wearing? So I just wore red and blue. And, uh, <laughs> Like I'm with all you guys, and um, actually, my brother and dad, when they came out to visit me once, they took a wrong turn and drove down through Inglewood. Now, back in the late '90s, that wasn't the best uh, place to be driving around as Australian tourists in a rental car. And <laughs> they're like, "Shit, I told you it was a right, not a left." Now we're in Inglewood, and and the pig, he went over there too. He got free accommodation in um, Carson. You know, there's a surfboard shape called the pig. Really? Yeah. I should tell Grant about this. They're thin at the front. Yeah. Fat at the bottom. Right. As yeah. if you're looking down on top of a pig. Right. And, and has it, it got like a t curly tail lead on it? No. Oh, that would be a nice touch. This guy called Dale Velzi used to ride them. The Velzi pig. Right. And yeah. it, it's, um, it was very popular in the, in the mid to late 60s. Right. Right. And are you going to buy one of them next? Oh, I have a pig. Oh, you got one? Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, I don't even know why I asked. Of course you got no, one. I just thought I'd mention it. Yeah, yeah. In case you didn't know. Yeah. I played you the could, I played the pig. By the way, feel free to throw in some like some tennis trivia occasionally. Well, here Just, we go. I played the pig in tennis. And did you win? Well, here's the thing. I hadn't played in well, years. That's, surely that's a yes or a no. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> now we went over to his place, Matt's place, aka Simpleton. We went over to his place. <laughs> <laughs> that's a high compliment, right? And then and then we went like, like pig isn't. And then we went over to uh, his place to to play. He's got a tennis court there. And I play the pig first, uh, first round, best of three. He smashes me. And I'm like, oh, man, this is like my comeback, like my comeback match. And so he then plays Matt, and Matt then smashes the pig. And I'm like, all right, this isn't happening. I've got to step it up here. And so I then I played, um, I played uh, yeah, and, beat, and beat him three games. How? <laughs> I don't were you, know. Something were you just sandbagging? Came, something just came out of me. I was just hitting these like incredible shots and just like and then I and then I played did the you pig. Your, you get your confidence up. I think I did. And then I played the pig. Unbelievable. Did you beat him? Eleven games straight. Oh, like he, nothing. He's and nothing. then he's like, "We can't stop. We can't stop." Three hours we played for. He said, I, "I've got to maintain my dignity." Three. We played twenty-three games. What's dignity? <laughs> <laughs> After 11 games, we played 23 games for three hours. And he won a few. I, won, I ended up winning like a total of 18. But afterwards, I'm like, why do we play that long? It's ridiculous. But just like he wanted to keep on playing. And I was he's like, started. all right, well, I will keep on playing, you know. Is he competitive? Oh, he must be. I don't know. But he, my feet, though, the skin was peeling off of my feet at the end. Like, literally, I was like in agony. And he was like, I'm feeling all right. And I said, all right, well, let's play again next week. You know, and he wanted to, you know, regain his dignity. And he calls me up a few days later. 
and says, I've just been to the physio. I've got a torn meniscus in my knee. It's inflated huge. I'm out for a month. Oh, that's just an excuse. I think that's <laughs> He's training. He's doing like Rocky. Yeah, he's yeah. like... He's, he's going to Florida. He's, he's got one of those Dragon Ball machines. Like, doo, doo. He's yeah. got some ex-Russian superstar. Yeah. yeah, he's got Ivan Lendl teaching him. Now that he's no longer training Andy Murray. A free t-shirt. Yeah, he does a signed one at that. Yeah. And so then I'm feeling all right. And then my agent Andy's like, let's play, you know, let's have a game. So we have a game on Monday and I go in there thinking, all right, I think I can play this. We play two, we play the first two games and I win. I think, all right, maybe I got something here. Here's the thing. I was playing very timidly, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have the confidence. They say that if you were in a salesperson, they'd say you're selling off the back foot. Yeah, I was was selling off the back court. It was like, it was. You weren't engaging. It wasn't. It wasn't. He was coming up to the net, smashing it. And I did get a few aces on the serves, which I surprised myself with. But all in all, it was humiliating. He took me down so bad. And then we went back to the office, and he's making cracking jokes at the office, and everyone's laughing. And I'm just thinking, yeah, you hold on to those words, Andy. You're going to be eating them soon when I I go to my training camp in Florida. So if he he beats you, he gets to stay as your agent? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm back back in his office. Uh, my phone rings. I pick it up. Who is it? The pig. Pig's on the line. And I tell him just what happened. And then he says, please thank Andy for me for, for you know, <laughs> putting Leading you in your place. That's yeah. very unkind. Well, that's the pig. He's, he, he's, he's in a position of um, vulnerability and hurt, literally, and, uh, and uh, his integrity. And he doesn't know he's got a surfboard named after him. No, he doesn't even know that he, you have his surfboard. <laughs> I hope he doesn't want it back. No, no. He'll, he'll, um, he'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be fine. But I've started reading Andre Agassi's autobiography. Ah, it's um, he's a tennis player, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, Big the, fan. yeah. Back in back in the sixties, him and Rod Laver, they were like arch enemies. No, no, uh, I remember seeing him slugging it out on some finals, right to the wire. Yeah, yeah. It's a you know, I got to tell you, it's one of the best sports autobiographies I've ever read. Really? Yeah. It's the only one I've ever read, but well, so far it's the it's best. Right up there. Yeah, yeah. It's in no, the no, top. I've read a few. Usain Bolt's. That was a good autobiography. Yeah. But was um, it a quick read. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was over in nine point two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. Um, but it, it's great. The it, I'm I'm really impressed by Agassiz. Uh, how he can articulate his feelings. Like he's very. You know, he's a smart guy. Like re, like he he used to love writing poetry. You know, so was he's he, eloquent. Was he, was he hooked up with Brooke? Shields? He was for a while, and uh, but I haven't got to that part of the book yet. Right, but when, spoil it for you. but I saw. Um, have you read it? Have you? No, no. Oh, I just, oh I just, what happened? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I I got a vague idea. He, um, I saw a thing on TV on the um, on the plane. There was a doco about him, and with interviews with him. And I just thought I like this guy. You know, he, he he's very open. You know, and, and very he he's not afraid to make himself vulnerable, and. When he finished um, playing tennis and retired, he now puts all of his money and effort into a, a charity that he set up and a school that he's created. And I think, well, you know, this, he's got admirable qualities, you know. And I thought, so I figured, you know, I'm back into the swing, so to speak, with tennis. I want to know about this guy. So bought the book and so far so good. It's, it's like uh, I've been enjoying reading books of people in the sport I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's uh, understandable. And every time I... Do I'm layering the knowledge like an onion, you know, yes, like layers yeah, of the onion. Yes, yes. Um, learning this new culture, technology, <laughs> yeah, history. Yeah, it's fascinating. 
Yeah, it is. And also, too, the, the great thing with surfing is no matter where you go in the world, you know, you can find people of similar, you know, similar mindset, similar enthusiasm. It's, uh, it's, oh, look, we've, we've made that baby oh, cry now. It's your fault. Yeah. She, she saw you. She saw me. So, she has a thing against Derek Banner. I know, I know. <laughs> so do I now after what happened. <laughs> yeah. You embarrassed yourself. Oh, horrifically. So, I was telling people last night at the corporate event that I was doing because one of them said you look oh. like him, and then I was telling them about him, and they they loved how uncomfortable the they whole pay situation. You for that. Was. Yeah, so yeah, you, they do. You can monetize your discomfort. My discomfort. So you're selling out which on is, the sellout, which essentially is what a comedian does. They monetize their discomfort <laughs> and their humiliation. I was uh, hearing that one of the key elements to comedy is surprise. Element of surprise. Well, it depends on what sort of joke. They set up and reveal, you know, which is an old. See. I was talking to someone the other day. I never really think of, um, I was talking to a comic the other day and he was saying, oh, well, you know, I've been writing a lot of jokes, but it kind of fits within the formula that I work within. And I've never really found a formula, like a conscious one when I'm writing. It's not until after the fact I look back and go, oh, yeah, that's a technique that I've used. But when I'm doing it, so I, I, I think, I, I guess I would like to figure out a formula, but I, no, I haven't really, um, haven't really figured out one yet. But, um, I've been coming up with a lot of premises of late, so like a premise for an idea that now I've got to find the funny in it, you know? Yeah, I've given you a few suggestions. Have any of them worked? No. <laughs> well, I'll keep going. I'll keep, keep going. going. That doesn't mean don't stop. I don't won't stop. stop. There's got to be something in, in it. Uh, yeah. I think persistence is a good thing. Sometimes I've had jokes that haven't worked. I'm going, damn it, I know this is good. i just got to figure it out and, and fine-tune it. And sure enough, then it's worked. Another one's the, that I, I, I've thought, oh, my God, what am I thinking? Like, I've worked on it and gone, this is horrible. And then I just shelve it. And then maybe a year or two later, I'll bring it back and it works. I'm like, oh, you idiot, Joel, you should have done this all along. Just- I, I find my notebooks have written things like in 2006. And, and you go back. And, it's, and it makes perfect sense. So I just yeah. didn't build it out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I know that some people publish books 10 years after they thought of the idea or drafted it. Yeah. My book's been sitting around for nearly two years. Yeah. I ought to publish it one day. Yeah, you should. You should. I thought you were doing that this year. I, I am. It's oh, still okay. this year. <laughs> <laughs> I've got too many waves to catch. Well, what you really but, the, the, but it is interesting when you see people rethink their ideas. Like there's a, um, there's a great um, psychologist, um, Martin Seligman. And he wrote a book called Authentic Happiness. And it was about maybe, it was over 10 years ago that he wrote this book. And now he's written another book called Flourish, which he basically tears apart his book, Authentic Happiness, and says, this is what I thought was what you need to be happy, but happiness isn't the end all and be all of what your goal should be. Well-being is more important. And through well-being, you have to experience hurt and turmoil and, you know, have the full spectrum of experiences in your life in order to be a fulfilled person that's probably one reason i didn't publish my book straight away it's like once it's out there that's it but then you then you publish another book that then <laughs> so know, yeah. then, then um basically uh tears apart the book that you wrote yeah, before and so like, now at this point in my life this is what yeah, I the know. second book should be like oh fuck i got it wrong <laughs> yeah 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 i don't like yeah. when people recant their earlier stuff you know like it's like it's almost like the um lance armstrong effect oh. it's like you know you thought it was cool and now it's crap mm. I saw a doco on Lance. Me too. My God, what a, what a dirty that down. guy is just a piece of work. Cheat, 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 cheat. I'm watching him just going. It's got, not only does he display like psychopathic habits, it, it, it just in just in the way that he he deals with people. Like not even on the like you watch him on camera, 
like, and you think, oh, I don't know about this guy. And I never thought that. I was never really warm to him. Like, just he, he never seemed to have any joy or any, like, he never smiled. He never seemed to, even when he was on the podium after winning, there was this kind of, this cellophane or veil in front of him. It wasn't, it wasn't quite, ah, there's something missing with this guy. Anyway, I watched this docker. The way that he treated people that were close and so-called friends in oh, his I life. Sold out his, his, their friend, their best friend's wife and stuff. Unbelievable. And I'm thinking, man, that's like, he, he has no morals, that guy. Like, Nothing. I was, and, but, but the fact that he sets so himself. So you a big fan. Yeah, I love him. Love yeah. him. I've taken up cycling now. You could get his. Get a, get a collector's edition bike. bike. On I, I, I'm sure I could get a cheap one online. A signature Lance Armstrong bike. Yellow jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But from sent by Lance himself, it never turns up in the mail though. <laughs> Through US Post. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's interesting it when sent to you on a motorcycle courier. And it's interesting when um, when watching that and just seeing how how influential he was in, in terms of having an investigation coming from the top in the government, basically just squashing this uh, investigation, suddenly everything goes away. It's like, gee, that's a lot of power to wield. And how many people had so much invested interest in this guy who shut their mouths and did not speak. Yep. You know, it's... Uh, and, and also, too, I, what I really don't like is the way that he rode the whole, okay, we understand you had cancer, we know that. But to use that as a way of defending his doping, I, I really thought that's just spitting in the face of a lot of people that have been through that and using that as an excuse. I, that really got to me. And there, there was one part when the guy was uh, interviewing him, the um, journalist that had written about him and was questioning him at the um, news conference. And he says, he starts going, the journalist, and saying, I'm a can how dare you bring up cancer in your article? I'm, I've suffered from cancer and overcome it. How dare you say that? And he says, you know, to all those people out there that are suffering from cancer. And then the journalist comes back with, well, I've actually had people close to me in my life that have suffered from cancer. And in reference to cancer, I was saying, you are a cancer in the sport. That was what the reference was. And right. to which he didn't really have. Well, he um, was a real up the ante, take the high road. <sighs> yeah, but see, they're the people, like I've said before, people that are too nice or, or present themselves in that way, uh, you got to question. It's usually the people that are the really... I question everything. Yeah, yeah, but especially that. It's the people that really, that don't play up to that, but are the real deal. They're the ones that they get, I... They get penalised because of people like that. Well, yeah, they do. Imagine being a legit rider with a pack of cheats. Unbelievable. On that note... On that note... <laughs> on that note, i got a tennis match to go play. you got a waves to go catch. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we'll wrap it. Uh, it's been a, a good catch-up. It so has good been. to have you back. I'm glad you yeah. survived Japan. Thank you. More to talk about Japan too for the next one. And oh, if we... you did have radioactive sea seafood, it, it might take a while to... That's all right. Well, I, you, at least we won't have to turn on the torch walking up your stairwell. <laughs> oh, the power should be on. Oh, fantastic. Beauty. Excellent. Thanks, bro. All right, mate. You've been listening to another episode of Kicking Back with James Shramko and Joel Osborne. Visit kickingback.com for the show notes, pictures, and join the discussion.